Willow Creek Springs presents Healthy Living with your host, Joe Grumbine. Hello and welcome to the Healthy Living Podcast brought to you by Willow Creek Springs. This is Joe Grumbine, your host, and uh, just grateful to be here. And uh, today we're going to talk about sleep. This is going to be part one of a multi-part series. And, um, you know, I've been doing this kind of work for a long time. And that includes, you know, formulating, working on myself mostly. Um, But in my journey to find a better, healthy life, one of the things that I discovered early on was the importance of sleep. And, uh, you know, just like so many people, as a kid, I went through plenty of time not sleeping as a young adult. You know, I don't know how many all-nighters I pulled and, you know, for various and sundry reasons, whether it's just working long or partying or whatever it is. And uh, as I get older, you know, I'm 57 right now. And I know that, uh, you know, sleep is just really damn important if you're going to um, heal yourself from any injury or ailment, if you're going to uh, build yourself up, um, strength, endurance, whatever you're working on, uh, if you want to be able to think right, uh, make good choices, all those things, um, a good night's sleep just makes a lot of sense. And so I'm going to begin this discussion um, just kind of going into the the bullet points of what sleep does. What is what is sleep, really? And from this point forward, we'll get into different elements of how to get better sleep or or how to adjust your sleep habits or patterns. Um, so let's just get started. So, you know, what happens when you sleep? And this is a thing, you know, I don't know if we even really think about it. You know, we get tired, you fall asleep, you wake up, you're kind of groggy and you feel better in the morning. And if you don't get enough sleep for long enough, you get tired to the point where you can't keep yourself awake and eventually you fall asleep. Hopefully you're not driving or operating any sort of heavy equipment or anything like that. Anyhow, um, you know, so what happens when you're sleeping? So first thing that happens, you know, this is as we know it today, you know, remember so many uh, experts and scientists and all the people that, 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 that know everything. But what I'm going to share with you is, is what we know today as we currently understand it. We know the brain stores information while you're sleeping. Uh, we know that your body removes toxins, uh, nerve cells uh, communicate. So, you know, your brain's this crazy network of, of cells and electricity and, and nerve cells are sending all kinds of uh, information back and forth and reorganizing themselves. Cells get repaired while you're sleeping. Uh, Your energy levels get restored. Your batteries get filled up. Uh, That's one of the things we'll talk about, napping um, and those sorts of things. While you're sleeping, your body releases proteins and hormones and all kinds of chemicals. You know, we have talked and we will talk about the complicated chemistry set that your body is at all times 
and um, just the amazing miracle of of chemistry that's going on that just keeps you alive, much less anything else. Uh, your metab your metabolic rate drops um, while you're sleeping, and that kind of helps you to save energy for when you're awake. Um, you know, tissue grows while you're sleeping, so you know. For those of you that are that are working out or trying to get stronger or bigger or whatever, or maybe you're healing from an injury or maybe you're just a kid and you're growing, um, that tissue grows mostly while you're sleeping. And then you have what's called a glymphatic system. And, and we'll spend a whole episode talking about this and what makes it work and not. But it's really a fantastic system that literally clears your brain of all the problems that were happening toxins and plaque and all sorts of things that um, uh, build up during a, the course of a day and stresses and and you know problems with diets and toxins and all the things that we're uh, subject to in our waking day uh, learning you know you think to yourself when you're in school or you're trying to learn for something and you're tired, how hard is it to get anything to stick in there, right? Um, your memory, <laughs> as we get older, sheesh, uh, all the things that, that we used to remember just like that, and sometimes not so easy. We'll be talking a lot about memory in the future. Problem solving. A lot of times, I don't know about you, but when I'm puzzling and struggling with a problem, sometimes... I'll wake up in the middle of the night and go, ha, I got it. Or I'll wake up after, uh, you know, a, a particularly vivid dream or just wake up in the morning refreshed and 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 sort of a cloudy answer in my mind. And if I, you know, dig in and grab it, it, it can be there. Creativity. Uh, so many times, and, you know, for me, it's naps more than anything, but just good night's sleep, Um you wake up once again, if you're a little tired, kind of hard to be creative, kind of hard to to consider. I'm not much of a songwriter or, or a musician or anything, but I do write and um, I do tell stories and that sort of thing. And I know that if I'm tired, I can't I can't put three thoughts together. So definitely creativity, decision making. Uh, there's been a lot of studies done about judges and the likelihood of their ruling a good decision or a just or a fair decision or even one in your favor for that matter. And they say if you catch them before lunch, all of these things are more likely. After lunch, um, less likely. And I think that has a lot to do with just the amount of stress and, and uh, information that a judge needs to process. And frankly, you get tired and there's a number of studies that get into that. We will talk about that as, as time goes on. Um, focus. Um, I think that we have a big problem with focus today for a lot of reasons. And some of the reasons are things like electronics and, uh, you know, social media and just the, the voracious amount of information that's flying at us at all times and the short amount of time that it lasts. So we've gotten good at grabbing little quick snippets of things and processing them that, but to focus, to read or to do research or to even listen to a conversation, um, it takes some work. <laughs> it, it's, it, 
and when you're tired, it's just friggin' harder. Um, willpower, this is another huge one. Um, there's been all kinds of studies that have demonstrated that you kind of have a set amount of willpower when you wake up. And during the course of the day, you know, it's easier in the morning to decide, I am not going to do this thing. I'm not going to smoke that cigarette. I'm not going to take that drink. I'm not going to eat those carbs or whatever the thing that I'm doing, or I am going to do this thing. I'm going to get into the gym and work out, or I'm going to go take that walk, or I'm going to uh, sit down quietly for 10 minutes and meditate. I'm going to do all of those things, any of those things. Certainly a lot easier to do. What happens at the end of the day? How many times do we just go, fuck it. I'll do it tomorrow, right? Tomorrow I'll get back on the wagon. Tomorrow I will, you know, whatever. The thing that we're working on, that willpower at the end of the day, man, it is hard. Um, so once again, these these things, your batteries are full in the morning. But the afternoon, evening, man, you, you're, I think... It's it's kind of like in life where, where where I talk a lot about positive negative energy. So in positive things, you know, you're building something. You got Legos, you got bricks, you got blocks, you got concrete, whatever it is. You got to gather your stones. You got to put the stones together. You got to clean them. You got to stack them. You got to put your cement in. And each of these things is a process. Each little piece takes thought and care and energy. You want to destroy something, just drop an explosive on it, stomp on it real hard, hit it with a, 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 a heavy wrecking ball, whatever, one blow, and you can destroy so many things. And I think it's like that with the willpower. You know, you can make good choices for 10 days in a row, right? I can not eat carbs. I can eat more vegetables. I can... Um, eat less food, I can drink more water, whatever the good things are. And I just tell you one gluttonous day, and I'm guilty of it myself. I do love to eat. And uh, willpower is a big part of how I've been able to maintain my health and my weight. But geez, when you let go and you say, hey, today's a cheat day, I can set myself back days, sometimes weeks in one day. So remember that as you're going through, you know, your willpower, if you're tired, Maybe check yourself and say, hey, am I making good choices right now? Um, wait. This is a, a, a biggie, and I and I really believe this to be true. And, and there's it's a complicated series of events that happen. So, for example, if you're tired, well, you're not likely to want to get up and move around so much because you're tired. You want to just lay there or maybe sleep, close your eyes for a little bit, whatever. What happens when you're tired? You get hungry. Um uh, and it just goes on and on and on. But one of the things that happens when you're sleeping, it regulates, you have hormones that regulate your hunger and your satiety, your, your fullness feeling. And there's a, a chemical called ghrelin that tells you when you're hungry. And when the ghrelin's flowing, man, you've got to do something about it. And, you know, that's one of the problems with, you know, smoking weed or whatever things that make you hungry. It's always been my biggest problem is, you know, I get those damn munchies and that ghrelin is flowing. I'm hungry. I've just got to eat. I can eat like nobody's business. And of course, the things you're hungry for are never the right things. You know, you want that that bag of chips, that fat burrito, that whatever the thing that, that just feels good and full, but 
generally isn't so helpful for you. And then there's a, a, a hormone or a chemical called leptin, which is the one that says when you're full and when you're sleeping, your brain puts all those chemicals into balance. And we'll talk about fasting and 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 glycemic index and all of that stuff in future conversations. But, um, you know, lack of sleep and or or poor sleep habits uh, can lead to obesity, metabolic syndrome, type 2 diabetes. Um, getting a good night's sleep regularly can protect you against insulin resistance. And this is maybe one of our biggest problems we have um, in our human experience right now. We've got, you know, type 2 diabetes running rampant, obes obesity running rampant, and insulin resistance. So, you know, insulin's the 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 chemical that puts that sugar into your blood and and sends that energy where it needs to go. And if you get resistant to it, you know, things start going really bad. When the insulin works great, hey, we all manage our energy levels. Our cells get what they need. Everything is great. But when our body doesn't respond to that insulin, that sugar keeps flowing in and then we have to stack it up and the um, glycogen gets built and then it starts storing into the fatty tissues and it all goes on from there. Uh, then there's your immune system. You know, you think about uh, people talk about their immune system and most people don't really understand what your immune system is, but it's a complicated system, uh, a network of, of systems that uh, protect your body and, <laughs> excuse me, remove pathogens, help to avoid injury, um, help to heal, all of those things. A lot of that is refreshed, replenished, restored and works best while you're sleeping. Heart health, um, if you don't get good sleep, you can have issues with high blood pressure. Um, you can have increased sympathetic nervous system activity. Uh, inflammation, we talk a lot about inflammation. Inflammation is one of these problems that um, you know everybody's facing with. And unfortunately for us, inflammation is one of your body's um, immune responses. So if you get hurt, uh, your body sends fluid to the area to protect it and to help it to heal. Well, that's inflammation and, and the inflammation system can get out of whack pretty easily and quickly. Now, here's one maybe you thought about, maybe you didn't, but the elevated cortisol, um, your stress hormone, this is a culprit of all kinds of problems from inflammation to weight gain to uh, heart disease, uh, every kind of problem. Cortisol can really be not your friend. It's great for getting out of a bad spot. It has its place in your system, but so many of us are um, just cortisol um, over overloaded. <clears throat> uh, this can involve weight gain. And once again, so this is one of these things that um, you know, I think weight gain and loss is a symptom of your health as much as anything and anything that, that, that helps you to gain weight in an unhealthy way, <clears throat> I think is an unhealthy habit practice. And so not getting enough sleep definitely is contributed, contributes to weight gain, um, 
there's four stages of sleep. And, you know, again, all of these things we'll talk about more as we're going. Um, but stage one is a non-REM stage. Goes for about seven minutes or so. And everything, all your systems start to slow down. Um, and you, your body's preparing for its, its, its sleep cycle. Uh, the second stage is also a non-REM sleep. And this is most of what your sleeping is, is the second stage. And your temperature drops, systems continue to slow down. Um, and in fact, you're, you're, uh, you're getting ready for the stage three, which is where most of the goodness happens. So most of the night you're sitting there, twitching around, slowing down, there's brain activity going on. Um, but you're not having the REM, you're not, your eyes aren't flickering around, you're not in that dream state. <clears throat> and uh, it's in preparation for the good stuff. So number the third stage is also a non-REM stage, but this is the magic or part of the magic. Your eyes and muscles are, don't move. So now your body is just quiet. And this is where most of the repair is going on. And so this is, um, you know, one of the things that, you know, if you're not getting enough sleep, it's likely you're not getting that good sleep that you need. Um, and then you have REM stage. And this is usually about 90 minutes after you're going through, um, you know, your sleep habits. Uh, this is where your eyes are moving, darting around REM. Rapid eye movement is what it stands for. Your brain's firing off. Um, your breathing can accelerate and decelerate depending on what you're doing. I don't know if you've ever watched a dog dream or some people that are very expressive dreamers, if you will, but my God, they move around and you would think that they're, you know, running. Maybe they're dreaming about running, you know, like a dog. <clears throat> I don't know. I've got a bunch of dogs and I, some of them just, they're crazy dreamers and they'll be sleeping away. They're snoring. And at the same time, their legs are twitching. And sometimes they're even kind of barking. And it's funny because their bark isn't the same. It's weird when they're dreaming, they're going, roof, roof, roof. And when they're, you know, alive, it's a, it's, it's a vibrant, you know, whole another thing. So it's a, it, it's kind of crazy the, the way that your body will, will work and move while you're in REM sleep. Um, and when, then when you're dreaming, you know, there's a whole lot, we'll talk a lot about dreams in the future, but at very least we know your brain is processing information during your dreams. I think that's mostly what you're doing. Uh, I think a lot of dreams, you know, there's all kinds of different types of dreams. And I think your dreams can do a lot of different things. I don't think it's always the same. But I think, at least for me, most of my dreams are just sorting out the day. Um, most of my dreams are of ordinary events happening sometimes. And in the past, there have been extraordinary dreams. But for the most part, it's just another day in the office doing things that you do. And I think your brain is making sense of all the things that it experienced during the day or the last several days, maybe. Um, now, this is probably I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna tie this first episode up on the things that can happen that can be affected with a lack of sleep and your mood. You know what what is that 
that term of somebody who's tired and what? Cranky. You tend to not have a really great mood when you're sleepy because you just kind of want to go back to sleep. Anxiety gets um, exacerbated, I think, when you're sleepy. Um, and it, it's kind of contrary to that because when you're anxious, you're not sleepy. You know, you're, you're hypersensitive. Um, but I think that anxiety can be spurred on when you're tired. Again, the bad choices, the bad information processing, all of that, I think, can can make that anxiety worse. Um, depression, I think, really can be affected by lack of sleep. Uh, I think, I think when you've already got a downward spiral of of your mood and your your thought process, um, being tired can really make that worse. Memory, holy cow! I know when I'm sleepy. I can't just can't remember. I don't know what the hell was that thing I was going to do. The word I was going to say, why am I here? You know, the old uh, stoner expression, you walk into the refrigerator or you open up the door and you stare inside and you're like, what the hell am I looking for? Or you walk into a room with purpose and you go in there and you look around, and you go, what in the heck? What am I here? What am I doing? What am I looking for? Anyways, it happens all the time. Uh, motor function. You know, it's maybe this is one of the biggest issues and we'll never really know how much uh, one thing affects the other because it's kind of hard to isolate that. But I think we get clumsy when we're uh, when we're sleepy, we're not paying attention. You know, that's what cortisol is all about, keeping us aware of our enemies, of the dangers that are out there and heightened alert and awareness. Well, that's all great for short periods of time. But when you don't sleep well, I think uh, you get clumsy, you 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 trip easier, you fall easier, you don't see that thing coming. You certainly don't respond as well or as quickly when you're driving or operating equipment or whatever. It doesn't matter what you're doing. I think it doesn't work as well. So I think that's where the biggest hazard is straight up. Um, you know, people talk about impaired driving and drunk driving and stone driving and, and all of those things. But frankly, I think tired driving is equally as dangerous or maybe more dangerous or more prevalent than any of these other things. Um, fatigue, uh, that's kind of an extreme of, of the motor function. But, you know, if you're trying to work out or you're trying to carry something um, and you just get to that point where I just can't do it, you know, I'm, I'm too tired. I got to let it go. That can happen much quicker because you haven't restored yourself. Uh, weakened immune system. I think we've talked about that. You know, when you get sick, what do you do? You sleep. You sleep. That's all you want to do is sleep. You don't even want to eat for the most part. You just want to sleep. Well, what does that tell you? What is the thing that heals you? What is the thing you need the most? That sleep. You need it. Um, weight gain. We've talked about it. I will keep talking about it because it's, you know, one of my constant struggles and and issues and i know that when i get a good night's sleep it's a lot easier to make those food choices the next day it's also easier to get out there and move right think about it you know one of the components of of weight control weight gain weight loss is exercise and motion and if i'm full of energy i got no problem keeping moving but if i'm tired i want to sit down and rest more so definitely um, the weight gain can be a problem blood pressure huge issue for a lot of people and once again when you're under stress uh, your blood pressure can tend to go up and you can have those issues 
Insulin resistance, we talked about it earlier. This is something that, especially as you get older, um, you don't want to mess with. You want to make sure that you keep your insulin in check. Um, and diabetes, heart disease, all of these other issues are just really, um, you know, they're killers. So many people die early. Uh, they die when they didn't have to. My dad was one of them and, and uh, heart disease and diabetes were two issues. And I'm confident he didn't sleep well because he had sleep apnea. Another thing we will talk about, um, you know, maybe we will just touch on it. Sleep apnea is, uh, you know, where you stop breathing during the night and it can be exacerbated by uh, being overweight, how you sleep, where you sleep and all of those things. Um, but it's a it's a killer and I suffer from it. And I've been using a CPAP machine for years. I got retested not that long ago. I'm a lot better than I was, but I don't mess with that um big deal so we will talk about uh sleep apnea and and the dangers and and ways to solve it in episodes coming up so this is coming to the end of this episode and i just want to share a couple of things number one um if you know me you know that i run willow creek springs i'm a formulator i create products uh, I'm doing all kinds of studies and, and you know, this healthy living community I'm very excited about and working really hard to uh, bring together this, you know, real working community of people that want to share their thoughts and secrets of, of a healthy life. And um, I'm putting together a sleep study and I'm talking to individuals about uh, how to resolve their sleep issues. And it's not a a cookie cutter study. It's it's a right now. It's a one on one, um, immersive experience, and I'm literally going through and gonna look at your situation, where you're at, what's what contributing factors to sleep or not, and then we're gonna work on making adjustments um, from multi point strategy. So we're gonna be documenting this. Um, hopefully, having some of the participants come on and share their experiences. And, um, you know, I really believe this is key and core to uh, a healthy life. So I want to thank everybody that has supported this show. If you're interested in coming in and being a guest or you know somebody, uh, get a hold of me. It's joegrumbine at gmail.com. Um, there's a link in my bio. Easy to get. A, I'm very easy to get a hold of. Um, you know, please think about making a comment on this uh, podcast. Let me know how we're doing and if you want to be a guest, also get a hold of me. I am super eager to get more and more guests. We've had, I think, 45 guests in, in this podcast so far. And uh, I'm really happy with the progress. We're entering year two and uh, still figuring out organizing seasons. But for now, we'll, we'll say we're entering season two. And finally, I'm going to toss an Easter egg out and... Uh, this is going to be just one. You send me a message that says Sleepy Time Joe, and uh, you're going to get a $100 coupon for any of the products that I put out. Sleepy Time Joe, only one. The first one to send it to me gets it. All right, folks, thank you. This has been the Healthy Living Podcast brought to you by Willow Creek Springs, and we will see you next time.